Welcome to the Girl Code Podcast with me, Tineko Sindine, where I'll be talking to influential girls and women in tech within the African context. Girl Code is a non-profit organization aimed at empowering young girls and women through tech. And joining me today, I have Anita Makalima, who is an information security professional and Girl Code volunteer. And her goal in the IT space is to not only develop herself, but to extend her skills and knowledge to young girls who will shape the future of tech as well as innovation. Welcome, Anita. Thank you so much, Tuniko. Anita, um, can you please just give us a brief overview of what cybersecurity is? Okay, so I think um, I'm going to avoid using a technical or a textbook definition and use a simple an analogy or an explanation of what cybersecurity is. So think of it as, as your own home and you want to protect what, what is inside your home. So you wouldn't want to give someone a key to your house um, and you want to protect it by all means to keep the burglars out. So you'd have a gate, you'd have a door um, with a lock. You'd make sure that you lock that door every time you, you go to bed or leave the house. And if you want to provide an extra layer of security, you'll have burglar bars. You wouldn't want to leave your, your windows open. Or even if there's a back door, for instance, you'd always make sure that your back door is, is locked. And uh, for instance, let's say you keep valuable jewelry in the house, you'd make sure that you have a safe for the really, really valuable items in, inside your house. So basically, cybersecurity is a, a means to keep the bad guys out of your house. And in this case, the valuable that are in the house is your information. So that's where cybersecurity um, experts come in. Cybersecurity experts are the ones who help fight cyber criminals stopping them from accessing your, your information and, and basically keeping people safe. Um, I'm sure we, we, we all know someone whose identity has been stolen one way or the other. And um, things are so easily available on the internet that it's not that hard for, for hackers to try and, and, and get some information. And we've also seen a couple of famous people, celebrities, even politicians lose control of their um, social media accounts. So yes, so that's what we are. We're there to keep your information safe, guard you against um, all sorts of cyber crimes. Oh wow, no, that's so interesting. It is slightly, it's a slight relief knowing that um, there are people out there who can help with keeping our information safe, especially with all the expert hackers out there. And um, how did you get into cybersecurity? Can you quickly just share your journey with us, please? Okay, so uh, my, my story is a bit of an interesting one. So I, I sort of got into cybersecurity by chance and by purely um, having one person believe in me and, and take a chance on me. So I studied at um, NMMU um, and initially I wanted to, to study photography. And at the time, it, it didn't really seem like a, you know, a viable career choice. And, and then someone um, suggested either IT or engineering to me. So I had no clue what exactly it entailed. Um, but IT seemed like the more, you know, um, better choice between that and, and engineering. So I registered for, for software development and, and I began to do programming. 
and then like about a year or so into it, I realized that this programming is, is really not, is not my, my thing, you know, and this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Uh, besides the fact that I, I, I'd failed, um, I think it was C-sharp at the time, I failed, this is the first year. So now I'm thinking, okay, what, what can I do now? So um, I decided, okay, let me go back to the drawing board. So I, I liked what, what IT had to offer, but there was just this aspect of it that was just sort of like not clicking um, with me. And, you know, I realized and retrospectively, when, when a lot of things happen and when you fail, you look at it as, okay, you, you failed, but I think it was just not the, the right fit for me at the time. So I went back uh, to the drawing board and um, saw what other options that I had and also needed to take into account that I don't want to waste another year of my time. Yes. So um, that's when I changed to, to IT support services and, and networking. Um, so, yeah, so I carried on, I, I studied that and then I, I graduated, right? And then from graduating, from graduating, there was a module that we had in IT support services that that was information security. So this was fairly new at the time because when you think security, okay, you don't really know what it, what it sort of entails. So I, I, I got a bit of light from, from that module that I did. Um, and then I proceeded to get into the job market. So my, my very first job had nothing to do with security. Uh, I was actually doing warranty returns for an IT retail distributor. So what that meant was I... I, I did call logging basically, like first line support for the guys inside the stores, the retail stores. So it was like your incredible connections back when they were really selling a lot of, you know, IT tech stuff. So um, I'll do first line support between the stores and the retailer, right? Oh. Yeah. So I, I did a very short stint there because the, the job was, was very stressful, but I learned quite a lot. Um, and then from there, I, I landed my first service desk job, right? So I got into service desk, first line support. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I learned a lot of the fundamental skills that I actually have today, like now that I look back at it. Because from there, you deal with, with a lot of things. When Initially, when the calls get logged, they get assigned to you. You sort of like have to filter it down to the right people. So that's when you get to know how everything sort of interlinks and, and you start connecting the dots in terms of how IT works as a service, right, to the business. So I did that and, you know, I wasn't really quite happy um, with, with that. So I got, so I, I moved from my first um, help desk job to a second help desk job. So a couple of months into this, um, this new help desk job that I had, um, I was introduced to the to the new information security manager, right, at the time. So we'd always have conversations and, and interactions that were like very directed towards information security issues. So there was an information security team, an infrastructure team, a networking team, it was divided like the development team. So I'd, so I'd, I'd always sort of like lean quite a lot towards that, that field, that space of information security. I started helping them out with a lot of their problems. And I started like knowing, you know, a few of the basic stuff. So um, a few months later, during one of our interactions, he asked me what I had studied. And, and then I told him what it entailed. I told him about the, the module and everything. And then he told me about an opening that he had in his team and that he actually needed someone um, to join his team as soon as possible. So, wow. then, yeah, so I then began the, the process. I applied for the job. 
internally and then um but then i had no work experience so i had to prove myself so literally it was me having to go and learn read so while i was working learning the job i had to go read up but a lot of concepts that were new to me um yes. and luckily for me i had someone to sort of guide me to in, in terms of what do you need to learn first how to build from it so he said i'm going to give you six months and then after six months we do a review so then i i, I stuck to it and within the six months i signed up for a course um at unisa and and you know what I, I put in all the, the effort the work and um yeah so six months later we sat down and then he appointed me as an information security analyst so that's basically where when my career began and i think i worked there for about three three to four years yeah um yes and then from there um it, it was you know it was amazing after that i moved on to banking um i worked in banking for for, for about a year or two and then from there i then moved on to to where i am now broadcasting so i work in i work at multi-choice so pretty much doing the same the same kind of job but obviously in a, in a different field so with information security you you learn very quickly that when you move across industries yes. your priorities sort of change so the priorities that i had in the financial sector are different from the priorities that i have now in the in the broadcasting um sector where it's content is not that content is less important in other um, industries, but what we protect the most is our, our content, making sure it doesn't leak, uh, people don't get access to it and, and that sort of thing. So it's interesting that you can sort of fit into any industry and still be able to, to add value to whatever industry that you, you sort of land in. Yes, I guess that's the beauty of, of um, cybersecurity, is that variety. And I'm glad that you actually shared your story right now because um, I doubt that people, when they think information security, they don't, they don't also think um, broadcasting is not the first thing that comes to mind, you know? No, definitely not. Yes, generally it's your banking sector, um, you know, the usual. So the, fa the fact that you're in broadcasting and you shared that side of it, it just shows that it is so broad, you know, and thank you so much. Um, your journey has actually been <laughs> quite inspirational. It's crazy how it actually stemmed from a, com a few conversations actually yes. with um yeah no that's 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 amazing that's amazing and well done on getting to where you were and not giving up actually um that's good you. Know, you for that and then um as a female in the space um would you motivate other females to get into it and why um definitely i would um, because like I mentioned earlier, cybersecurity is very fluid. Um, it's, it's an interesting, interesting career field because there are so many other, you know, aspects to it that people don't know. So you find that within the cybersecurity blanket, you get different, you get about five different job roles. Um, for example, you, now we've got um, digital forensics and incident response. That's a whole career role on its own. You yeah. have cyber risk. That's also another career role on its own. You've got endpoint security, you've got network security, you've got ethical hackers. There's just so much um, that you can do. And to be honest, there's a very big skills shortage, especially with, with, with females in, in the yeah. industry. It's very hard to find um, found uh, 
females in, in, in the information cybersecurity space because there's so many fewer of us. There's so few of us. And maybe some people are just not aware of the opportunities that are there. That is correct. And hence yeah. why we actually even thought of having these um, chats with certain yeah. professionals so that we can just give more insight to our girl coders. Yes, because if, if I didn't have the opportunities that I, I was given, I wouldn't have known about a lot of these things. It, it, sometimes you need, you know, that mentor, you need to hear someone speak about it and you actually like, this is something that I would, I would like to do. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's also one of the reasons why Girl Code exists. Um, not only to bridge that gender gap, but to also bring awareness. Yes. For the various um, areas in IT. No, so I'm, I'm very glad that we were able to get you to join us um, for this chat. Um, so in order to get into cybersecurity, what would you advise our girls to study towards? Okay, so in, in my opinion, any under, undergrad degree in, in IT would be beneficial. Um, I've actually seen a lot of people from very interesting academic backgrounds end up in cybersecurity. Um, I've seen people that have studied financial information systems um, with a bit of an IT background. I've seen them quite a lot in the field. I've seen people with a more technical academic background, like you know, your networking engineers and, and, and things like that. I've even seen developers um, in the field. So it, it's not necessarily limited to one particular um, course. So as long as, I always say, if you have the passion for it, the ability to learn, you can apply yourself, then you can get into, the, in, into that field. Because there's this misconception that people think you need to be a coder in order for you to, to be able to get into cybersecurity. It's beneficial, yes. it will work to your benefits. Yes, you, will, you will have yeah. an advantage when it comes to certain things, but it doesn't guarantee you um, like bigger success or, or anything better if, you, or, yeah, or you're not at a disadvantage if you don't know code. So, oh, wow. okay. so like for me, for example, like I, for me, um, coding is not my strongest um, skill, but yeah. you know, I'm, I manage and you know you, you do need to know the basics but as long as you've got the ability to learn that's I think that's the biggest thing oh, uh, all right. but I would also like to to highlight some of the courses that that have helped me um, uh -huh. my throughout my journey so there is um, a lot of self-learning material that's available on cybersecurity, and I would recommend um, a website there's a website called Cybrary so it's cyber, yeah, it's like library, but cybrary. Okay. Um, so basically you, yes, you log on, um, you log on, create an account and you start learning. There are so many courses um, about um, cybersecurity that are available on there. Um, um, safe coding, things like ethical hacking, um, risks, cybersecurity, there's so much that's available out there. So you, you learn at your own pace. So it's like digital classrooms, and then you get um, certificates at the end. So as much as they, 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 they're not academic certificates, but it's, you know, it's, there's a lot of value in it. A lot of the professionals that I know also use it quite a lot. I use it myself. So um, that's a very like, good place to start learning. And um, also um, a lot of the networking um, courses are also quite beneficial like your um, N plus and your security plus um, courses that are available. 
and also some of these introductory security courses that most universities offer. I know UNISA offers quite a lot, UJ, a lot of these institutions do offer short courses in cybersecurity now. So that also helps very much. Okay, no, that's very interesting. Um, what we'll do is just get some of the links to these um, sites that you've mentioned and we'll then share on our social media with um, our followers for our ladies who are looking to get into cybersecurity. So okay. thank you very much um, for that. So um, where do you gain your inspiration from or what do you gain your inspiration from, Anita? I think for me, it's, it's seeing women do well in, in, in technology. Um, there's a particular lady that I, I, I like following. Her name is um, Amanda Dambuz. I don't know if you, if you know her. Um, she actually even has a book out. So she's um, one of the pioneers and, and like a big leader in the, in the IT space. And her journey is very interesting. She came from, from humble beginnings. Um, she was basically able to defy the odds and you know, um, climb up the corporate ladder as, as, a, as a female leader and eventually ventured out into um, having her own business. Um, and I also think another thing that inspires me quite a lot is um, my fear of, of not living up to my, my fullest potential, you know, and having regrets and, and things like that. So I always try and, and make sure that everything I do, I do passionately and I do it to like the best way that I can. Yes, yes. No, understood. Understood. Wow. No, that's so great. Um, speaking to you today has been very eye-opening and insightful and we'd just like to thank you very much for your time and I am very sure that most of our girls have will gain a lot from this conversation and we'll be sure to share those links with them regarding getting a well getting getting into cybersecurity as a career and with that said um, do you have any final words or advice out there for anyone that's looking to get into cybersecurity? Um, yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, I think the final words that I'll, I'll share with the girls is that um, if you have a passion about something, do it. Whatever it is, just do it. And as I men mentioned earlier, that um, you only basically miss the opportunities that you don't take. So if, you've, if there's an opportunity that you want to take, go for it. If there's something that you want to do, create that opportunity for yourself. Um, and it also helps to have a mentor, find someone to guide you, because uh, sometimes you need someone to, to give you, to show you the, the path. And also practice, practice, practice. Take up those courses and, and start learning. Yes. I guess the, the key takeaway is that you never stop learning. Never stop yes. learning. Never. That is stop the, learning. Yes. That is the most important thing about anything that you get into. Um, thank you very much, Anita. Um, this has been very insightful. Thank you. To our listeners, thank you for joining us today. Remember to subscribe to our podcast channel wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please feel free to engage with us on social media. Our handles are in the show notes below. And until next time, it's goodbye from me.